Welcome to the sermon podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. Make sure to subscribe from wherever you're listening to continue hearing life-changing messages every week. These powerful messages are sure to inspire you and keep you on track. Whether it's our late founder, Pastor Wayman Mitchell, or any of your favorite fellowship leaders worldwide, including Pastors Joe Campbell, Paul Stevens, Mark Olson, Tom Payne, Harold Warner, Richard Ruby, and many more, get ready to hear from God through this message. Please stay tuned at the end of this message to hear a discussion about our new premium subscription and an update on all that we're doing here at VBPH. Thanks, guys. So if you have your Bibles, uh, turn to the book of Hosea. Here in this, uh, in this text uh, that we have, we have some tremendous statements, very simple, uh, but very profound. Years ago in Australia, they developed a philosophy, and that philosophy was that rain follows the plow. Now, this philosophy was if they would plow up uh, unplowed ground, that it would trigger rain. And so many farmers uh, plowed up vast areas of uh, uncultivated uh, ground. And in the anticipation of that theory, they expended large amounts of money, great effort to, only to find out uh, that it didn't work. It kind of reminds you uh, of the church. Or at least it gives us an illustration and, uh, and an understanding. Unless God brings rain, there's not going to be a harvest. Amen. So in the book of Hosea, we have uh, some tremendous statements I want to talk about. Very, uh, very, very simple and yet very uh, profound. And I want to t- uh, preach to you on God's laws of harvest. Hosea, if you will turn there with me, verse Uh, 11 of chapter 10. Ephraim is a trained uh, heifer that loves to thresh grain. But I harnessed her fair neck. I'll make Ephraim pull a plow. Judah shall plow. Jacob shall break his clods. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. You've plowed wickedness, you've reaped iniquity, you've eaten the fruit of lies because you trusted in your own way in the multitude of your mighty men. The laws of harvest, I want to minister to you. First of all, we want to examine because uh, earth has a tremendous potential. And when God created planet earth and put into planet earth the laws of nature, he imbued uh, planet earth with two uh, powerful elements. Uh, One of those is uh, 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 propagation, as he said, seed, uh, seed after its kind. The other is replenishment. Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 says, Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields, uh, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself uh, on the earth, and it was so. Now, this is, a, this is a law. 
The second has to do with replenishment. This is found in Genesis 1, verse 28. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. And the King James says, and replenish the earth. Now, here are two principles of natural law. As we're beginning to think about preaching and evangelism, we need to understand that those laws are also spiritual laws in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I remember uh, some years ago when the Exxon Valdez uh, tanker ran aground in Alaska. Uh, it, uh, you would have thought from the Enviro faggots that the end of the world had come. <laughs> we, had, we, had the, uh, we had the Gulf oil spill and uh, the same thing. Uh, and the tree huggers went wild and, uh, and the environmentalists, environmentalists went wild. But you see, uh, the real truth is, whether you have been notified or not, uh, that oil spill has healed itself in both uh, areas because there are, many, uh, there are many laws of nature that God has placed in and he's placed it in that uh, there are uh, natural laws that go to work uh, in some of these areas, uh, and uh, you might be interested. I know that uh, it's not widely advertised, but uh, we're not running out of oil in planet Earth. They're discovering that oil is making itself, as we sit here tonight, oil is replenishing. And, of course, I know you didn't hear that on CNN, but you heard it tonight. <laughs> this is because God has placed uh, in planet Earth certain laws uh, and one of these is reproduction and the other is harvest. And the imagery that we have from our text tonight is an imagery of harvest, seed and harvest. And we need to lock into that as we're in this pioneer rally. Jesus told a parable and that parable was a sower and the seed. And as he told that, he is reiterating laws that are operative in God's natural law in creation. And the kingdom of God, he said, is as a mustard seed. It is a minuscule, as a matter of fact, he said it's the tiniest of seeds, but it becomes, when planted, it becomes the greatest of all herbs. And I want to tell you tonight that wherever the gospel is preached, it's going to bring forth fruit. So let's examine here for a moment the powerful truth that we have of harvest and reproduction. Years ago, I may have preached that here. I preached it in my, in my, uh, in my church. But years ago... We sent Mark and Michelle Olson into Davao City in the Philippines. I've preached there. I've preached crusades there. And uh, when we sent them in, the city of Davao was a far different city than it is today. The NPA or the New People's Army practically ruled in the rural areas and made very strong inroads into Davao City. And eight Bodies a day were found beheaded that the police had to look for a head to put on the body uh, happening every single day. And this is where Mark and Michelle Olson were planted uh, in uh, that desperate uh, city. I remember uh, that uh, the road to the hotel where we used to uh, stay in the early days, 
went by a large Catholic church. In that large Catholic church, a policeman was sitting in church on Sunday morning. An NPA terrorist went in, sat beside him, took a 45 and blew his brains out and walked calmly out. This is the condition that Mark and Michelle Olson went into. But today, over 100 churches are the result of that church alone planting churches. Can you say amen? They just finished a new building last uh, spring that uh, Mark and Michelle went in to dedicate. Uh, that cost a million dollars in the Philippine Islands. Uh, and most of that, almost all of that, was raised in the Philippines because God can bring a harvest anywhere on earth. So let's think of this text as we're there. There's uh, tremendous truths that are there. Uh, I think the uh, last Prescott Conference, we counted 1,816 churches. And here, out of that one little country church in a small town, have come a tremendous move of God because seed and harvest is a principle of God. You can sow seed and you can get a harvest anywhere in earth. We in the uh, uh, Bible read these words, Matthew 24, verse uh, verse 4. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. When we do the Israel tour, one of the major places I go is Caesarea Philippi. This is uh, on the northern border of Israel. Jesus walked 30 miles uh, out of the way with his disciples to take his disciples there. Three temples sat in that place uh, as Jesus took them. One was a temple to Caesar because Caesar of Rome was, was presented as a god. There's a temple that was built there. Also in that place, uh, there was a temple to Pan, half goat, half man, an obscene imagery uh, was in that place. On top of the cliff, they tell us, was a temple to Baal, uh, who is a fertility god. And as I take the people there, I stop, and that's one of the places that I preach, uh, and I stop there because in that obscene, foul pagan environment of false doctrine. Jesus took the disciples and as they beheld that scene, he asked them, whom do you say that I the son of man am? They're saying, some say you're Elijah, other John the Baptist risen from the dead, but who do you say that I am? And it was Peter who said, you're the Christ, the very son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed that to you, but my Father, which is in heaven. And I say to you on the statement that he had made, that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God, I will build my church. The water coming out of that rock that was there, they, uh, in times of past in history, threw babies in there. They called that the gates of hell. Here's all this religion and false doctrine. And Jesus said these words, uh, the gates of hell will not prevail against that glorious truth that God has given to you. God has placed in planet earth seed time and harvest, uh, replenishment uh, and sowing and reaping uh, 
and don't let anyone deceive you. That is placed by God. Secondly, we read in this text something very important. It's a preparation of hearts. Here's the key to spiritual dynamics. In the Bible, there is a dimension, and in the Bible, the heart is one of the major issues of the gospel. In the book of Luke, chapter 7, 29 and 30, when all the people heard him, even the tax collectors justified God, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves, not being baptized by him. See, the heart is the real issue here tonight. It's a wonderful building. Thank God for that. Can you say amen? Thank God for air conditioning. Thank God for light. But you see, the real issue here tonight is the heart. When Pharaoh heard a man of God make a pronouncement, the Bible says something very specific uh, is that when he heard Moses bring God's word, uh, he hardened his heart. Or in other words, he did what the scribes and Pharisees did when John the Baptist preached. uh, They hardened their heart or they resisted what it was that God was trying to do, and they would not yield to God's purpose, and that's the issue here in a pioneer rally. These are not just times that we sat around and said, I remember years ago talking to Pastor Campbell, we were so frustrated with some of the men that were in our, in our fellowship because they were resisting what God wanted to do, and, and we said, how can we reach the people in their churches because they won't bring them to conference. And we dreamed up Pioneer Rally said, that'll be the key. We'll get them in so that we can preach to them. (laughs) That's where this all began. So the issue tonight uh, is your heart. Look at this text for a moment. Uh, A vivid illustration is given to them that they would have readily understood and that was break up your fallow ground. Now, this brings us to agricultural principles. In agricultural principles, there must be a plowing of the ground for it to receive the seed. And this fallow ground is either ground that has never been cultivated or it has not recently been cultivated and it's now being broken up or it's been plowed so that seed can be sown into that. And if you do not do that, then several things will take place that will not accomplish the purposes of God. And there's several principles we can look at. Number one, if you sow seed where the ground has not been broken up, it will not fall into the soil and water will run off and will not sink in. And here we have a vivid illustration. As I'm preaching tonight, there are people here whose hearts harden the moment God begins to reach in and say to you, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. I want you to give. I want you to respond because pride is a horrible dimension. Can you say amen? Pride is a horrible dimension. Begins to enter in and selfishness begins to affect and disobedience 
and just plain laziness. We don't have to be real spiritual about this. It's something that all of us experience from time to time and can tonight affect the very word that I'm preaching. It can affect how you're going to receive it because unless your heart opens to what God wants to do, which is far beyond my personality, far beyond Pastor Camel's personality, far beyond any pastor that is here, there is a dimension that God is doing. Can you say amen? And unless God is able to reach beyond, then you're not going to receive what wants to do in your heart and in your soul. The earth, Jesus said, brings forth of itself. What a tremendous statement. Listen to these verses, Mark 4, 26, and 26 uh, through 29. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how, for the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Now here is a very simple statement. But Jesus said... There are these dimensions in the earth, in God's creation, that unless we resist what God's wanting to do, then it will naturally transpire. All it takes is simply putting in the seed, and it'll bring forth fruit. Jesus told a parable, and that parable was about the seed and the sower. It was a natural uh, imagery. They knew exactly what he was talking about. Said a sower goes out and the sower was sowing by hand and some of this fell on the pathway. And of course that pathway was trampled down and hard and the seed would not, uh, would not sink below uh, the surface of, of the pathway. And the birds of the air would immediately come and they'd take that away unless the seed would sprout and bring forth a harvest. You see... There, there are people here tonight. There, there are people here tonight, and, and as you're here, prejudice, pre, you know. Did you hear prejudice? Now, I wouldn't think there would be anybody that's prejudiced here, but maybe a couple of you might think that a white guy couldn't really preach and carry the good, but, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are people here tonight that uh, you only came here for one reason. You're hitting on a girl. We can, we can elaborate, but the point is made that many people hear God's word preach every service in their church, but they're not there with an open heart to receive what God wants to do. Then he said, not only that, but some of it falls on shallow ground. Shallow ground is ground where there may be uh, rock uh, underlying or it, uh, shallow soil is over. It springs up immediately, he said, and, uh, but before it can grow and bring forth God's purpose uh, is that the heat comes and it has no root in itself and it soon dies out and bring forth no fruit. There are Many people who attend churches, they are shallow. Some young people attend church and they are shallow. There's no root 
in themselves. They come because their parents make them come. Their husbands that come to church because their wife uh, will not be good to them unless they come to church. <laughs> Brings forth no fruit because it is shallow. Uh, then Jesus said, there are other, it falls among thorns. Uh, and he says, in the process of time, it's growing well, uh, but uh, briars and thorns uh, and weeds begin to choke it out. They're wonderful. They get saved. They're so happy. They're thrilled with what God is doing. But by and by, they go to school and give their testimony, and people ridicule them, or they go home and tell their parents, and their parents say to them, you're always, you're always a good boy. You're always a good girl. You are raised a Catholic. What are you doing going to that church? And it chokes it out and brings forth no fruit but thank God, there's some that fall into these are good seed and it brings forth fruit, some a hundredfold. And these are all conditions of the heart. The issue this evening as we're gathered here is your heart. It's not my eloquence. It's not my brilliance. It's not my tremendous talent. It's your heart. Because even a donkey can bring a word from God. Can you say amen? <laughs> there is a process that takes place that we must mention. I was working on this sermon and, and there was a man in, in, uh, in, at the table and breakfast and he, he's a farmer. He knew a few things about, uh, about, uh, about farms and planting. He says, Pastor Mitchell, did you know that there is a process at work uh, in the earth uh, Every year, there's something that's going on in the process of the earth that rocks come to the surface. And he said, every year you have to go and gather them out again because one time's not enough. So it's this mysterious process that the earth brings forth. And so this lets us understand that having dealt with it one time is not enough. We have to deal with these issues constantly. And this is why you need to be in every church service you possibly can be. Can you say amen? Amen. Because, because the preparation of the heart is going to determine what's going to happen. We're wrestling with a cursed earth. You can grow weeds with no effort of any kind. But if you want to grow good fruit, whether fruit on a tree or fruit in a vegetable garden, I, uh, Pastor Camel is a wonderful farmer. I tell you what, this man can grow tomatoes. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if he ties off of them, but he brings, me, he, he brings me a batch every year that thrills my heart. Amen. But that takes work. And so it is with the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is a cultivation of your heart. You're constantly going to have to stay with it because we live on a cursed earth. And unless our heart is constantly cultivated in the things of God, this parable will bring us into the bad end of that. Very quickly, I want to talk to you about the God factor here. Now, there's a, notable, uh, uh, there's a notable element here because you and I, uh, we operate in a spiritual arena. We're not selling Amway tonight. 
I'm not giving you a pep talk on how to uh, be rich in a month and a half. We operate in a spiritual arena. Someone has said, without God, we cannot, but without us, he will not. So the issue here is the heart. And in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 23, it says, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and uh, put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. So here we have it then. We know that God rules in the heavens above and the earth beneath. How many of you acknowledge that? And there is a part that God plays, but there is a part that we play, and the part that we play has to do with our heart. There is a song that uh, is uh, very illustrative of that. It is the, uh, it is the song, Que Sera Sera. Whatever will be, will be. Or, as the Muslims say, uh, Insulah is the will of God. Or, as Calvinists say, uh, irresistible grace. All of these are false premises. Because there is an issue tonight, and this is why we're in this building, and it has to do with your heart and your opening your heart to the will, the purpose, and the preaching of the gospel, and this is crucial. Having said that, then the issue has to do with faith. How many of you believe God? Not a trick question. You believe God. Many people attend churches. They even attend our churches, but they don't believe God. This is why that the fields are white unto harvest and the labors are few. Is because we have a generation that wants, uh, they, want, uh, they want the plan laid out before them and they want to make a choice on whether I'm going to obey God because I want to know how it's going to come out. That's called fatalism. God has given to us an opportunity And in this text, we have a tremendous truth, and that truth is that God comes to a heart prepared. I have not a shadow of a doubt that we have many people came into this this service this evening, and you said, okay, let's see what the big boy can do. Yeah, you know. No, that's the wrong attitude. I can't do anything. But God can do something. But look at our text for a moment. Because it clearly says that God comes to a prepared heart. That means every time that you come into a church building, into a church service, you ought to be saying, God, speak to me. What do you want me to do? Lord, give me a nudge. Give me a word. Give me some insight. Uh, Jeremiah 4, verses 3 and 4 says, For thus says the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem, Break up your fallow ground, and do not sow among thorns. 
circumcise yourselves to the Lord and take away the foreskins of your heart. In the Bible, really illustrative here. I mean, he, he leaves no doubt about what he's talking about. <laughs> take away the foreskins of your hearts, you men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like fire and burn so that no one can, can quench it because of the evil of your doings. So here we have now the preparation. Break up the fallow ground. Anyone who knows anything about farming knows that a farmer must break up the ground. Uh, in Bible days, uh, they would do this with an animal or maybe two animals and a primitive plow. Today, they've got a, a tractor that costs a quarter of a million dollars and they can, uh, they can cultivate more in one day than, uh, than uh, days of old they could in a month. But you see, the ground has to be broken up. Not only does it have to be broken up, it has to be prepared. And often they'll take a, a disc plow, break this up. Then they may take a harrow, run through it again. They want to break the clods up that are left from the initial plowing. And they prepare it for whatever crop they're going to, to plant. They, they, they prepare that because if they're going to sow and reap, the ground must be prepared and this evening setting this building, your heart must be prepared because God comes to a heart that is prepared. Not only that, but we must pursue God until God moves. Look at verse 12 for a moment I read there. Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and reigns righteousness on you. See, many people have false theology. They have this theology, which is fatalism. If God wants revival, he'll bring revival. It's like God is just, a, he's, he's in heaven, and so everyone's just, throw some, throw some revival on Chandler. And you know, God did it, I, you know, it's a, but he didn't do it where I am, and so what can I do? Well, that's false theology. Well, the famous, uh, uh, the famous evangelist said there's no more mystery about a revival than there is of a wheat harvest. The principles are here in this text. It has to do with your heart as you're sitting tonight on whether you will prepare your heart to receive and you will seek and pursue God until he moves. There's a breakthrough here. Jeremiah picks this up in Jeremiah 29, 13 and says, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. There's the issue tonight. Not part of your heart. Say, well, I came, I came tonight, didn't I? Well, that's a good start. But what about all of your heart? Well, you know, pastor, I, I got, you know, I've got these little areas over here, you know, little I'm not really into porno. You know, just once in a while. I just, uh, I'm not really going to do it. I just want to watch it, you know. All of your heart. Is that too much? All of your heart. You see, rain changes everything. And that's what we're after tonight is rain, and the text said, seek the Lord until he comes and rains righteousness on you. 
Zechariah rather, 10 verse 1, says, ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. That's right now. This is this dimension. The Lord will make a flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. Back in the old days when I had time, I used to go hunting in the desert. The desert is a very interesting place. Down in the desert, around Wickenburg, a little bit west of there, down in Fourpaw, somewhere around that area, is a desert. It's a real desert. You can go down there when uh, it has not rained for a while, and uh, even the Weeds and grass is so dry. Everything dry. It's just nothing but bare dirt. But you know what? God in his creative genius placed in the earth seed. It may not happen every year. It'll probably happen now within the next month. You should make a little tour out into the desert, real desert And you'll see one of the most phenomenal things you've ever laid eyes on because God has placed seed. It doesn't come up every year. It just comes up when it rains. When you have a wet winter, you will go out and you'll see whole fields of of white daisies of some kind. It may be joined by acres of California poppies, brilliant orange. It may be San Verbena, purple, gorgeous, beautiful purple. It may be Indian paintbrushes, but that seed is there. But it does not come up every year. It comes up when rain falls and brings it to life. I was traveling a couple of years ago down through Sunset Point down to Phoenix, and I looked over on the Bradshaws, and I looked, and, and, and there's a whole half of a mountainside over there that had a red hue. And I said, wow, I've never seen that before. But it was when rain had come in an abundance and undoubtedly those were Indian paintbrushes that were coming uh, to flower. God placed that there. And what a glorious illustration, my friend, uh, of what happens when rain comes to planet Earth. But there's a spiritual dimension and Hosea mentions that in verse 12. Spiritual blessing and harvest of souls is the illustration that we have here. In the book of Hosea, chapter 6, verse 3 says, Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and the former rain to the earth. Now, is our hour. Now is our hour. We're seeing wonderful reports of people getting saved, of hearts opening to God. And a pioneer rally is a challenge to do what we can to bring the harvest in while we have time. And very few things thrill like preaching to an audience uh, of sinners. I did a crusade uh, Saturday night, uh, a week ago, uh, tomorrow, 
in a little park in Perth, Australia, just a simple outreach. They didn't spend a million dollars on the 800 people came into that park, uh, many of them visitors, uh, and when the night was over, they had 50 convert cards. God. Yes, amen. God. God is reigning on planet Earth. The harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. Hello, Sermon Podcast listeners. Pastor Adam here. I've got Dave on the line. Hello. Say hello, Mr. Dave. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we wanted to interrupt your sermon uh, listening at the moment just to share with you a few big updates uh, as we are making this podcast hopefully more valuable to you as a listener. And as you know, over the last couple of weeks, we have been uh, adding subscription to our podcast offering. And so our free our free podcast still remains uh, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, and by the way, we've added in a Sunday episode as well. So four sermons a week. That is our plan to keep it going, uh, going forward. And in addition to that, we have uh, three other sermons, a Tuesday, a Thursday, and a Saturday that are now protected behind a, a, a paywall, and those are part of our new premium feed. The other big feature that you're getting as the premium uh, podcast is they are ad-free and interruption-free. They also are released about six hours earlier than all the rest, so we know that doesn't make a big difference for most of you in, in North America, but maybe for uh, our international audience, that might be something helpful. So so we wanted to share with you why we are doing this once again, and I'm going to let Dave tell you why we are making this sermon podcast with a premium subscription uh, versus what we were doing before. Right. Well, uh, the, the reason is we want to uh, be a blessing to world evangelism. We send a... Um... And a world evangelism pledge into our mother church in Chandler, Arizona, uh, every month. And, uh, we want to, uh, we want to be even more of a blessing than we already are. And you can help us with that. And the way we're going to do that is we are not going to keep one dime of anything that comes in from, from, uh, uh from either ads or from, uh, if you're a premium subscriber, from from your uh, subscription, from the money you pay in your subscription, we're not going to keep any of this. It's all going to go toward world evangelism. So that's why we're doing this. We just we want to uh, we we want to give as much as we possibly can and do everything we can to raise as much as possible for the cause of world evangelism. Yeah, we want to make Pastor Campbell happy is yes, what that's we're what really it. trying to do. <laughs> and so we we view the podcast as kind of a, a ship with a sail, you know, and so so far we haven't put up the sail to see how far she can go. So that's what we're doing these last few weeks is we have some new uh, tools that we have discovered to, in order to um, to raise these funds and specifically for the for the purpose of world evangelism so we think that that is something that would be compelling to you as a listener and that's why we are doing this and so we realize that not everybody is going to become a premium subscriber that's okay uh, but if we could yes. get um, maybe 10 percent of our listeners that would be a significant amount of money and so um 
we wanted to share the update, first of all, that we already do have some premium subscribers. We have a couple on Apple Podcasts, and we also have a couple through our other platform, which is called Supercast. And uh, uh, so as a result, we are now raising approximately $16 per month. That's in addition to our advertising on the free podcast platform. So that is, uh, that's not nothing, you know, we're uh, yes. in just a couple of weeks um, to already be getting $16 per month. We are very, very happy with that. And um, we think Absolutely. That, that you will also be blessed by that. So what we wanted to do in this short time that we have together, uh, I wanted, uh, I wanted to twist Dave's arm into doing <laughs> a, a live subscription to the premium podcast while we're listening, just so that you can get an idea how it goes. And how easy it is. So I'll tell you that for the for the people who are using Apple phones, it's going to be almost too easy to describe. <laughs> it's going to be actually harder for me to get out the words than it is for you to hit the subscribe button. I, I did that on my phone. And before I knew it, I was already signed up for the free three day trial and um, being charged for for, you know, for the premium subscription. So we think those of you who are using the Apple podcast app, it's going to be pretty obvious uh, because it's going to be popping up on your screen, a big subscribe button. So if you have any issues with that, you can let us know. But I think that's going to be super easy. But what I would love for you to do, Dave, mm -hmm. is to go yes. to your uh, podcast app that you're using and uh, on an Android phone, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. And I would love for you to talk our audience through what you're seeing as you are uh, subscribing to the premium feed through our other platform, which is called Supercast. So let's hear it, man. Okay, so I've pulled up my podcast app, which I'm using Google Podcast. Um, I've pulled up the um, VBPH Sermon Podcast feed. And this is going to be similar no matter which app you're listening from, whether Spotify right. or Overcast, or there's there's a hundred of them out there. But sure. as long as you can still see our show notes and click on that link, everything from here will be very similar to what Dave is describing. Right. So I'm going to click on uh, the most recent episode that's in the uh, in in this uh, free feed, uh, which is uh, posted 17 hours ago, filled with the spirit and not nice by Pastor Adam Dragoon. All right. And what I see is subscribe to the new daily premium ad free sermon podcast for only three dollars per month. And wouldn't you know, there is a link right here in the show notes vbph-sermons.supercast.tech. So All right. Gonna, what happens when you tap on that link? I tap on that link and it takes me to that very website. And so here we are, sermons.supercast.tech. Become a premium subscriber today. All proceeds benefit world evangelism. And, awesome. now, I, and now I have a choice Okay, I what is do... the choice that you see presented I... before your very eyes? <laughs> Actually, there's two choices. I can do a monthly or a yearly subscription. If I choose monthly, there's there's two uh, options. $3 per month, which says free seven-day trial, cancel anytime, start your free trial and with a, if I tap that button. Or the monthly plus, which is $10 a month and also a free seven-day trial. Um, and it says all the benefits of the premium subscription, but triple the impact on world evangelism. Hey, there you go. So, um, if I switch over to yearly, there is a $29 a year option or a $99 a year option. Uh, so 
um, I'm going to probably what gonna I'm gonna do what most listeners are probably going to do. I'm gonna okay. Start, what's that gonna be? I'm gonna start at the very lowest. Okay. Okay. Uh, which is the three dollar per month. I'm gonna I'm gonna tap start your free trial, and it says sign up for monthly three dollars per month free seven day trial cancel anytime, and I agree to the supercast terms of use and privacy policy, and I click uh Google Pay. And oh wow, it's got Google Pay in there. It's got Google Pay. And by the way, if you're doing this on an Apple phone, it's going to have Apple Pay on there as well. Right. And enter my PayPal information through Google mm-hmm. Pay. And, and what was your password, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Well, ask Google. They've got them all. No. And, uh, and what was your social security number? Right, right. Over there? <laughs> okay. Let's see. Hmm. Huh. Your Supercast account has been created. Hot we've dog. Sent, now we've, sent, we've sent you an email. And so I go to that email. And wouldn't you know, you have subscribed. And, I, and so I open up that email. It says, uh, connect in three simple steps. One, open this email on the device. Uh, for most people, that's their phone. Uh, click the preferred podcast player icon. And click subscribe, and you're all done. So I'm going to go to my Google Podcast, uh, which it provides me one of the links. And subs- and then Google Podcasts opens, and it says subscribe to a podcast by RSS feed. And it gives me the option to cancel or subscribe. And so I'm going to click subscribe. And boom, I'm in the VBPH Sermon Podcast uh, premium feed. Sweet. So I think that took less than five minutes and it probably mm-hmm. would have been a lot quicker if you weren't talking about it while you were doing it. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. Just, it, they make it pretty painless. And so if you jump through that little hoop, um, then you'll be getting uh, all seven sermons per week. And uh, I just want to give you guys uh, a big shout out for, for sticking with us through this. And if, if you become a subscriber, man, that uh, it's, you know, we understand like three bucks a month when it really comes down to it is, is not a whole lot of money. But when we have a, a big group of people that do that, it can really make a huge impact. Our goal starting out here is a hundred bucks a month. And we're already about 15%. Well, with Dave's yeah. subscription, we're now close to 20% of that goal. Yes. And so uh, we think that, you know, a hundred bucks a month is is not nothing. That's uh, That's going to be a blessing to uh, a missionary somewhere. And uh, mm-hmm. we want to, we, we think that, that you'd be excited about doing that. And by the way, uh, this week in the premium feed, uh, we posted a sermon by pastor Mark Olson from, I believe the year was 2008. And uh, it was, no, no, no. It was before that. I think it was 2003, but mm-hmm. it was a fireball. It was a Thursday night message from a Prescott conference on world evangelism Thursday. And man, I found myself weeping some tears and being touched by God uh, through that sermon on Thursday. So I'm just telling you that, you know, uh, when you get those premium feeds, you're getting you're getting double the chance that God is going to help you and speak to you through these messages. So, Dave, I'm glad that you you are now a subscriber. Yes. Yep. (laughs) So, well, that's all we want to leave you with, guys. We want to thank you for sticking with us while we kind of uh, explain this. And we we hope that um, that you find it a blessing, too. Uh, Even if you don't become a premium subscriber, we still really appreciate 
you continuing to listen. Uh, we're not going to continue bugging you every every week about this, but we just want to make sure that you are aware how easy it is to become a subscriber if that's something you want to do. And we do appreciate uh, all of you who do that. It's it's pretty awesome to be a part of that. Absolutely. So thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for listening to sermons. And thanks for those of you who are becoming subscribers. And thank you for those who are not. Uh, we appreciate you continuing to keep us in your podcast feed on a daily basis. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.